This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Chipotle in the news again. Chipotle is now being accused of gender discrimination. Yeah. A spokesperson for Chipotle said that's not true. We serve both E. coli and she coli. That's not very nice. <laughs> Funny, though. I like, I really, you know, I'm rooting for Chipotle. I want them to get their act together. I love Chipotle food. Me too. Especially the guacamole over there. It is legit. I think they'll turn the corner and everything will be good. Yeah, I think so. That food's too good. Figure out a way to fix whatever the problem is. Work it out. I mean, spinach came back. Remember when we had all those issues with the spinach having stuff in it and whatnot? Right. It's back now. Ellie Goulding almost died in Norway recently. Did you hear about this? She and a friend were driving one of those all-terrain vehicles over a frozen lake when the ice broke, and they actually had to escape through the roof. That's terrifying. Well, yeah, Ellie had time to take a picture, of course. I know, right before I die, let me get a selfie of me on this gigantic vehicle. Yes, but a few minutes later, the entire thing was submerged. She said at the time they were in the middle of nowhere, and it was minus 25 degrees. It's not clear how they got back to civilization, but the vehicle they were in is called a BV-206. A BV-206. It has tank treads and is commonly used in wintry conditions. It's so. massive. It looks like a big Zamboni mm-hmm. slash tank thingy. I was doing a, a search for the pick, but I haven't seen the pick. The one that she took before oh. she almost... Yeah, yeah, we'll have to find it. But Ellie Goulding lives to see another day. That's good news. And we recently heard about the Carolina Panthers and their practice of creed bombing. Have you heard about this? I did hear about this. They were talking about it on ESPN. This is where you creep up on an unsuspecting Mark and shout creed lyrics in his or her face (laughs) in your best Scott Stapp voice. So it's like you walk up to somebody and you're like, With the arms wide open. What was the other song? I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. I think Jeff was actually singing Pearl Jam. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> Creed Bobby. Well, Scott has heard of this, and believe it or not, he likes it. He says, this is so cool. I just felt like, hey, man, there are Creed fans on the Panthers. God bless his heart. Scott says his band found out about it before he did and started doing it to him. Scott's like, we haven't been relevant in like 15 years. <laughs> Finally, we're back. Right. He said, I saw the humor in it and saw how funny it was. And so he says, I think it's awesome. Scott Stapp, everybody. What is a dating deal breaker for you, Fritchie? Mm, I would say probably bad teeth. Maybe if you live with your mom, big time deal breakers there. No job. Kurt, are either, do either of those apply to you? No, not that I know of. Uh, <laughs> 
Kurt wrote us an email about this girl, Melissa, that he went on a date with. And uh, the truth is he cannot figure out why she's not responding to any of his calls or texts for a second date, right? Right. Cause it's, I mean, I, I met Melissa at uh, Young Professionals Happy Hour. Right. And um, and all your I teeth mean, were in check. And, <laughs> and you don't yeah, live no, with your parents. I, I, okay. <laughs> I was prim and proper. I was clean cut and everything. There's, Good. there's nothing that, that stood out as a, a red flag or anything like that as far as I know. Okay. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I just I noticed her right away. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I went I went straight up to her because she was I mean she was the best looking girl there for sure. Very nice. Um, and uh, and it turns out that she was also like really smart and and sophisticated on top of that. And then t- to me, what really sealed the deal was that you know she was actually kind enough to laugh at my stupid jokes that I was trying to come up with. Um, you know, that's... I found that adorable. Yeah, well, and it's kind. It tells you a little something about her. Well, maybe? It's, it's generous and it's sweet. You know, I think that's a sign of saying, you know what, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, exactly. You feel like that person like would have your back in any given like social situation like yeah. that. She's not going to let you take a fall. And that's someone um, you want to get to know. Definitely, for sure. Okay. And, and we pretty much hit it off then. So I decided to uh, take her out to a French restaurant. Very nice. I mean, I'm not going to say where exactly. I don't want to buzz market it or anything, but it was pretty <laughs> high end because obviously at that point I was desperately trying to impress her. You know? yeah. Ooh, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> I like it. Oh, la la. <laughs> so you take it to a nice French restaurant. You're trying to impress her. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I, I spent a year abroad between uh, high school and college, so I know I know a little French. Ah, okay. For a while. So I'm like, hey, this is, this is my prime opportunity to bust out the French. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Try to, try to you know, lay it on a little bit thicker. You know, try to be more impressive. Great. How worldly of you. I like that. It all shows right. that you're cultured. Yeah. So you busted out some of your French speaking skills at the restaurant? Definitely. And she, she seemed to, to really uh, get into that. And, cool. and so, like, you know, I just, uh, throughout the evening, I was just, you know, whenever the waiter would come to our table and I, I needed to interact, I would I would do it in French. Yeah. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Uh, that's great. <laughs> that's the end. Merci. Que sont les spéciaux? And stuff like that. Okay. Um, the conversations just, like, seemed to flow and the, the even the body language, like, you know, like, she was... There were, like, a few arm touches and things like that. You can sort of tell when, like, you know, an evening is going well or not. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, things were going, like, so well that uh, she actually invited me back to her place. And, and I ended up spending the night, which is not something I do usually. All wow. Right. Yeah. And you haven't heard from her since that night. So, I mean, let me do a little investigation here. How did the morning go? Well, the next day I had to leave early. Because I had to help a friend move. And that's that's not an excuse. That's an actual thing. That's truth, right? You weren't just bailing on her. No, because I, I told her, like, right off the bat. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to call you later. This is not me, like, oh, skipping cool. out on you or anything good like that. Good for you. Okay, good. You know? So and, you I, felt- and I did. I called her, like, you know, just 
I, I waited a day and just, you know, called her. And, 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 uh, but she, ever since then, like, it's been, I've been trying to call her. I've been trying to text her. And nothing. I'm not getting anything back. So I don't right. know what's happening. But in terms of, like, not just the date, but the time that you spent together at her place and the next morning, there were no funky vibes. No, I mean, we just, we, we clicked right off the bat, like I said. And then it was just, yeah, things okay. kept, kept building and building and everything seemed great. All right, then we got to make a phone call. He seems like a really good catch and nice dude. Yeah, super nice guy. So tell you what, Kurt, let me put you on hold. Fritz will pick up and get the phone number from you. And on the other side of the break here, we will call Melissa and find out what she thought of you and her date, her evening with you coming up next with Jeff and Jen here at Q102. So Kurt met Melissa at one of those young professional happy hours. He was struck by how pretty she said she was the prettiest one there, struck up a conversation with her, hit it off almost immediately, charmed by how she kind of laughed at his stupid jokes, which he thought was very sweet. And he asked her out, took her to a nice French restaurant. Mm -hmm. He spoke French. He ordered the meal in French and he ordered the wine. It was kind of cool. Very impressive, right, for a lady? Yes, I think so. She was so impressed that she invited him back to her place. Yeah, I could see that being very sexy. Someone ordering for you in a different language. Kind of neat. He spent the night, uh, got up the next morning, had to bust out early because he had to help a friend move or something, right? But you were very clear to her that this wasn't a blow-off, that you had a wonderful time and that you wanted to see her again, right? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't do that. No, and that was the truth. And then he did. He waited a day, tried to call her the next day. Since then, she has not returned his voicemail or any of his texts. So we're left scratching our heads here wondering what's going on. And usually we can kind of get a sense of these things, but hopefully this is just a big misunderstanding. So let's call Melissa. Bonjour, Melissa. Ah, salut, comment ça va? <laughs> it's Jeff and Jen at Q. Jeff, actually, Jeff and Fritch today. Jen is on vacation. How are you? Good. I thought it was you guys calling. I was hoping it was you guys calling, actually. You were hoping we were calling. Did you give her a heads up that we were calling? I didn't tell her we were calling, but maybe she saw, like, the caller ID or something on the phone. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. I listen to your show a lot, so. Oh, good deal. Cool. Well, do you have any idea why we're calling you? I'm thinking maybe a second date update. You are absolutely Absolutely right. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, so this tells me then, one more question, who are we calling about? I'm thinking, but it's got to be Kurt. Kurt is right. Mm-hmm. All right, so you see, you were hoping we would call. You know this is second date update. You know this is about Kurt. What's going on? Uh, I did find him to be really cute and funny and smart. Yeah. And he's also really well-traveled. Um he actually travels to Paris a lot for work. Right. And we went out to a nice French restaurant, and it was great. You know, he speaks the language, ordered for us in French and all of that. But bottom line is I'm pissed at myself for falling for this guy's ridiculous moves. Oh. Why do you say that? I say it because I called my friend after he left that morning because he did stay over. I mean, we really did have a great time. I was very smitten by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I told her how he was ordering the wine in French and ordering the whole meal in French, actually. I was really (laughs) impressed by it. And come to find out, my friend, who also speaks French, 
tells me basically that he was saying things I didn't think he was saying in French. Like what? Right in front of me. Like what are we talking here? That he's going to bang this chick tonight. What? <laughs> wait a minute. Who's he saying this to? The waiter? The waiter. Oh, the no. Waiter. Yeah. And at that point, I remember the waiter had given him a high five as they gave us the menu back. And I was thinking that it was because, oh, great job for making this wonderful wine selection and ordering it in French. But no, it's because he was saying to the guy, oh, I'm totally going to bang this chick tonight. <gasps> Kurt. What the hell, Kurt? No, I mean, that's not how it happened. That's not exactly what happened. Like, I mean, so what I said specifically verbatim, verbatim if I have to repeat it, uh, is uh, je suis sûr à 90% que je vais coucher avec elle ce soir. Which, oh! What is it? I don't know what that is. Which, which, which basically translates as I'm 90% sure I'm going to sleep with her tonight. Tonight. <laughs> don't you remember that song, Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Ce soir, right. you know what that was about. I thought it was about some lady that likes marmalade or something. <laughs> Sakush means to like lay oneself down, like lay oneself down. If that gives you a little, mm-hmm. Why well, couche usually just means sex, like uh, even like in French, nobody. I mean, technically it means to lie down, but nobody ever says that to actually designate somebody laying down. So yeah. So let me get this straight. You're ordering in French, and by the way, you mentioned to the waiter, there's a ninety percent sure. chance I'm going to hook up with this chick tonight. I'll give you the rundown of how I, what my headspace was like, but like, put yourself in my shoes, guys. I'm kind of like, you know, I'm average looking at best. You know, I'm pretty charming. I'm a nice <laughs> guy and stuff, but I have I have this amazing woman who's sitting across from me and is not actually trying to run away for once. <laughs> and and like, I'm in this French restaurant. I'm in my element. I can, you know, and I, I feel like I'm special. I'm feeling on top of the world and. I, I, I guess I could just sum it up with hubris. You know? oh. I, just, I was just like, hey, I could, there's nobody. This is a victimless crime. I'm just going to boast a little, you know? Oh. And the, the waiter's in on the joke. It's just, Dude. I don't remember. Like, play on, Playa. I don't think that happened. Wow. wow. Kurt. Oh, my gosh. That was really offensive to me, and I was standing right there. I mean, I'm mortified thinking back. Yeah. I just, I. I didn't think. I wasn't thinking, and I, I, I'm really coming across as a tool right now. And I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not a guy like that. Like I don't believe you. <laughs> Come on, really? Yeah. He sounds like a nice guy. That I just... don't believe him. Anybody that's gonna high five the other the waiter at the table and say, "I'm ninety percent sure I can sleep with her tonight," I don't care what language you're saying it in. Who, that makes wait, you look like a bad dude. Who, fi- who high five who? Did he f- high five you, or did you high five him? Again, I'm calling into question the whole high five situation. I don't, oh. I don't remember that happening. That's I don't I think that's just, that she's that's trying to put a bow on it. Uh, I'm I don't sure think... you're a nice enough guy, Kurt, and you just messed up. But that's a pretty big mess up, and it's not really something I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah. So, so it's never going to happen. No. All right, wow. Melissa has spoken, Kurt. Good for you, Melissa. Let this be a lesson, yes. man. I'm sorry things didn't work out, but hey, you learned a hard lesson in the process. And Melissa, thank you for coming on the show and giving us a scoop and telling Larry. us what happened. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to. Like I said, I was I was hoping you guys would call. <laughs> okay, Kurt. Thanks for trying, guys. All right, buddy. Yeah. Good luck, and thanks for listening, and thanks for calling us. Thanks. All right, man. If you would like a second date update, uh, we'd love to do one for you, 513-749-2320, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. That's two N's in Jen, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, we check in with Amy Tobin, who's brought in something sweet, something alcoholic. What more could you possibly ask for? And it is now. All right, 932. 
Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We're going to see the clouds increase as the day goes on. Rain showers by 4 o'clock this afternoon. Snowflakes mixing in late this evening. No accumulation to worry about. Or exp- I just wanted you to know it could be a little messy on the way home. A high of 41. Then we're going to see the temperature start to warm up. We'll be back in the 50s before you know it. Right now it's 28 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here with treats like she is just about every Thursday, Amye Tobin. <laughs> you didn't know that about Amy. Yeah, it's Amy not Tobin. Amy, it's Amye <laughs> Tobin. I like it. I'm going to make that be my new name. Right. <laughs> Who just drove up in her coupe. <laughs> and it smells delicious. What is that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know what to talk about first. I'm going to tell you about the best part first. It's the bananas, Foster. And I, I could lie and say I made them, and it's my own homemade recipe. But actually, Chef Renee Schuler of Eat Well Celebrations and Feasts made these. And this is part of the dessert that she's doing. We're, we're uh, lining up together for a Mardi Gras party on... Tuesday, February 9th, which is Fat Tuesday, the night before Lent. And so this is just this incredible little dessert. And Renee is a chef after my own heart. It's a nice little bite. You know, you can enjoy just a taste of it, but you don't have to have a whole big platter of it. Right. So she calls them Banana Foster's Shots. Oh, they're so good. That's oh, I smart. Know. And I got her to give the recipe, but I have not posted it yet. So okay. I will get it up on WKRQ.com before the day is over. Awesome. Patience, children. Patience. Patience. <laughs> well, of course, we're doing drinks at this party. And we were talking before we came on the air for it. You know, New Orleans Mardi Gras drinks are just... Oh, the hurricane, right? The hurricane and the grenade. They are wasty facers. They're wasty facers is exactly right. So, you know, we, of course, believe in drinking and partying and all that. But Jay Dickerson, our food and beverage manager, he really worked hard on making, we like to call it sort of that southern hospitality kind of gentler. So instead of it being on (laughs) Bourbon Street, it's on Distillery Way. Mm. And this hurricane that you're tasting, he replaced all of the booze in that with just a delicate amount of our unaged bourbon. bourbon. Oh, wow. Yes. I was going to say it's deceivingly light. Deceivingly. Yeah. And so what it is is that's the bourbon that comes right off the still. It's clear mm. still. It's mm-hmm. our new make. Some people call oh, no it kidding. White Dog. You guys sell wow. that, don't you? Yeah. I've seen it before. You know, we didn't initially plan to, but people who came for our tours and got a chance to taste it were mm-hmm. like, this is delicious. And really? so, of course, we gauge it down. It's not as strong as when it comes off the still. We gauge it down with a little bit of water, but um, it's really tasty and it's a little bit indicative of what's to come in two and a half years i was gonna say we're two and a half years away from new riff bourbon yeah every day we press our faces to the still (laughs) it does but you know what that's that's the right way to do it worth it so that's the hurricane and then you've heard of the grenade that recipe is already online so the grenade is that bright green drink and normally what's in it tequila and vodka and grain alcohol and gin and i mean Everything you can think of. So, Jay, again, with our next day's head in mind, it's just gin. But he's added the Midori, and he's added... Oh, nice. Yeah. For and the then colors. For the color. And then we garnish it with a boozy-soaked cherry at the bottom. So that's kind of our bomb of our grenade. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're both really tasty cocktails. So... All those recipes are online, and you got to come and celebrate with us on Mardi Gras. We're having the Hot Magnolias. You've heard of them, right, Tim? Yep, they're loud and fun. Loud and fun. I had to book them a year in advance. Wow. They're Good. normally at Arnold's. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, so Good we're job. really excited, and it's going to be a fun night.
Looking forward to it. And as I like to put you on the spot every Thursday, what's coming up this Sunday at 8 on Amy's <laughs> Table? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see. I actually know this time. She's going to have a really great show. I think I'm talking about matters of the heart because it is the first week in February. Is that correct? Uh-huh. So okay. healthy things or things that a we love to healthy, eat with our lover? A, a little of both. It's all about relationships, heart health, and feeling good in love. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. Check Amy out. Uh, This (laughs) Sunday, 8 o'clock, Amy's Table. Uh, Of course, a book by the same name, Amy's Table, Food for Family and Friends. And uh, you can catch her online. If you go to WKRQ.com, click Amy's Table. All the Amye Tobain you need. (laughs) It's it's National Have Fun at Work Day, so thank you so much for bringing in the shots. (laughs) Yes. And we shared some of that fun on our Snapchat this morning. We did. And if you are not Snapchat friends with us, you can search Jeff and Jen on Q102. Good to see you, Amy. Thank Thank you. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 836. Clouds moving in. We got rain by about 4 o'clock this afternoon and then some snow flurries this evening. We'll see a high of 41. It's 28 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Dax Holt joins us now from the TMZ Newsroom in Hollywood. You got uh, Tyra Banks, Sean Penn, Khloe Kardashian, Michael Jackson. Where do you want to start this morning, Dax? I think the Sean Penn story is unbelievable. So can we start there? Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, you know the Sean Penn and Kate Del Castillo uh, interview with El Chapo? Well, we have been talking with a lot of people, you know, tight in this world, and uh, sources really close to Kate are saying that, you know, she was blindsided by this Rolling Stone interview that Sean Penn had, um, that uh, she was kind of the one that set up this whole uh, meeting with El Chapo. She had tweeted him years ago. You're talking about the Mexican soap opera actress, Kate Del Castillo? Okay. Yes, she was the other one that was down there with Sean. Gotcha. um, So she set Um, this meeting up between Sean and El Chapo? Yeah, but uh, what it's sounding like is that he was kind of going along. Like, she had gone down there to meet with El Chapo because he wanted to do, uh, like, a Mexican godfather-type movie on his life. So she had hooked up with two producers to go down there to talk with him. And then one of the – what we're being told is that one of the producers – then kind of got Sean, told Sean Penn about it, and he was like, oh, I like this idea. I want to get in on this, and secretly went to Rolling Stone, said that I want to do an interview. They gave him and the other two guys um, credentials being, uh, you know, like basically a part of news Mm -hmm. to go down to Mexico so they could do this interview. Uh, And so when they got down there, right when this, this interview started up, uh, he said, hey, I'm doing an interview for Rolling Stone. want to make sure that's okay. And apparently Kate was like, wait, what are you talking about? We're down here to do a, like basically a movie on his life. Wow. And so she, she was just blindsided by the whole thing, and it kind of put her in a lot of danger because now they're credentialed to be in Mexico as journalists, and she's not. Yeah. And so Sean Penn. And now the Mexican government's looking at her like, uh, what you did was legal, and they're investigating her. Where they're kind of in, the other guys are in the clear. So I don't know. This whole story is just so fascinating how it's kind of unfold, mm-hmm. unfolded, and she's kind of in a lot of trouble, and they're not. And she feels like he totally hijacked this whole thing from her. Yeah. Well, it's it's very convoluted. Interesting. Where do we think? I mean, if you're El Chapo, what is your perception of her role, and what is your perception? Sorry, I can't really hear Jeff. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. In the other room. There you are. Sorry about that. What was it? With respect to El Chapo, from his perspective, uh, what do you think his impression, his perspective of Kate Del Castillo is, and his impression of Sean Penn is? How do you well, think I, he views their roles in all of this? Well, I think he was probably also a little shocked, considering he had one intention of having Kate down there, and then she brings along this American actor. And then it turns into a Rolling Stone interview. Yeah, yeah and you know, then he so gets I busted. Assume he, he's going, what the heck is going on as well? Exactly. So I think that's why it kind of put her and her life in danger uh-huh. is because she went down there with one intention and then got blindsided by a Rolling Stone interview. Unreal. I love that Sean Penn went down there with press credentials, like he's a member <laughs> of the press. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm from Rolling Stone so, magazine. I, I can tell you that Sean's people are saying, no, 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 no. She knew. She was well aware of it. Um, but our sources are saying, no, this was a total blindside. Wow. wow. Okay. What else you got this morning, Dax? Well, Khloe Kardashian, uh, this is a big story right now, the fact that Rob Kardashian and Black China are dating. But I can tell you how it all went down was uh, Chloe came home from doing some press stuff uh, last week. She got to her house, and Black China is in the kitchen with Rob. And if you know anything about this family, Black China is basically the mortal enemy of the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, because she had some stuff to do with Tyga, right? Well, she was with Tyga for a long time. Yeah. Tyga started dating Kylie, and then there was uh, just a lot of beef that got stirred up because of that. And so for Chloe to come home and see Black China standing inside of her kitchen, she freaked out, started screaming at them. Um, uh, apparently, Rob and Black China ran down to his wing of the house. They locked themselves in, and then Rob, uh, Rob grabbed a bunch of his stuff took it over to her house, and he has been living there for the last, like, five days or so. Wow. So is it a and, real true love story, or is he doing it to get back at the family for something? Well, I think that he is enjoying his time with her. She's inspiring him to work out, to be healthy, which is a great thing for him because, mm-hmm. you know, he's diagnosed with diabetes, and he's just been very unhealthy and kind of reclusive for a long time. So I'm thinking this is kind of a good relationship for him to be in, but the Kardashians are so mad about it. Oh yeah, and he's been and he's been trolling them on Instagram, like inciting them. Yes, <laughs> I mean, Rob is definitely the, crazy. the black sheep of that entire family, and he loves to stir the pot to get them feisty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. I, and- and what I loved was the meme that he posted where someone else wrote it. You know, it's like black Ch- a picture of Black China picking up, like, a car seat, and he's like, the Kardashians must be freaking out knowing that she would be the only person to be able to bring the next Kardashian into the world. <laughs> because she's the only, guy, one, the only guy with a Kardashian name. That would be awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. What else you working on, Dax? You got Tyra Banks, who just had a baby, and uh, I must be the only person on planet Earth that didn't know she was pregnant. Well, she, uh, they actually, no one knew that she, they were expecting a kid, but they had help from a surrogate. And they announced the birth on Instagram with a little knit cap and said, he's uh, got my fingers and big eyes and Daddy Eric's mouth and chin. And everyone was like, what? Yeah, hello. <laughs> You're a mom? What, what, what happened? No, nobody knew about this. And uh, so congrats to uh, to them for on this birth of this kid. Pretty awesome. I just think it came as such a shock to everyone. No one knew she was, they were expecting a kid. Yeah, I had no idea either. And let's talk real quick about the creator of Minecraft and his connection to Michael Jackson. 
I love this. So uh, if you remember, he outbid Jay-Z and Beyonce for the $70 million mansion in L.A. Yeah. Like, that's just huge pad out here. Well, the previous owner left behind a bunch of, like, Michael Jackson memorabilia and furniture and all this expensive stuff. And this guy goes, I don't want it. So he's putting it up on auction. And I'm talking, like, autographs from Michael Jackson, cool pictures, like all this awesome stuff. And he's going to say, and all the proceeds from this um, will be donated to uh, a foundation that supports uh, youth at risk. But I'm talking like expensive, expensive stuff. And I love that you're so rich that you leave behind that kind of stuff in your, when you sell your house. Yeah, can you imagine? Hey, Jeff, you should check it out because some of the, he has some Shepherd's Fairies prints in there too that are up on the auction oh, I love Shepherd's as well. Fairy. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. very cool. All right, well, yeah, listen. So fun stuff. And by the way, that guy is 36 years old. Wow. 36. Can you imagine? I'm such an underachiever. Uh, <laughs> all right, listen. Those are just some of the stories that TMZ is working on and has covered top to bottom. Be sure to check out TMZ this afternoon at 1230 on the Cincinnati CW and, of course, online 24-7 at TMZ.com. Dax Holt, it's always great having you. Thanks for coming on, man. Bye, guys. Thanks, Dax. Appreciate it. Speaking of Michael Jackson, what did Michael Jackson tell Oprah Winfrey? about having a white person play him on TV. Ellie Goulding escaping death narrowly, and who is cheering the death of Justin Bieber? Latest E-News is coming up next, but first we check in with Toria Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We're going to see the clouds increase as the day goes on. Rain showers by 4 o'clock this afternoon. Snowflakes mixing in late this evening. No accumulation to worry about. or exp- I just wanted you to know it could be a little messy on the way home. A high of 41. Then we're going to see the temperatures start to warm up. We'll be back in the 50s before you know it. Right now it's 28 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here with treats like she is just about every Thursday, Amye Tobin. <laughs> you didn't know that about it. Yeah, it's Amie not Tobin. Amy, it's Amie. <laughs> <laughs> Tobin. I like it. I'm going to make that be my new name. Right. <laughs> Who just drove up in her coupe. <laughs> <laughs> and it smells delicious. What is that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know what to talk about first. I'm going to tell you about the best part first. It's the bananas, Foster. And I, I could lie and say I made them, and it's my own homemade recipe. But actually, Chef Renee Schuler of Eat Well Celebrations and Feasts made these. And this is part of the dessert that she's doing. We're, we're uh, lining up together for a Mardi Gras party on... Tuesday, February 9th, which is Fat Tuesday, the night before Lent. And so this is just this incredible little dessert. And Renee is a chef after my own heart. It's a nice little bite. You know, you can enjoy just a taste of it, but you don't have to have a whole big platter of it. Right. So she calls them banana foster shots. Oh, they're so good. That's oh, I smart. Know. And I got her to give the recipe, but I have not posted it yet. So okay. I will get it up on WKRQ.com before the day is over. Awesome. Patience, children. Patience. Patience. <laughs> Well, of course, we're doing drinks at this party, and we were talking before we came on the air, Fritz. You know, New Orleans Mardi Gras drinks are just... Oh, the hurricane, right? The hurricane and the grenade. They are wasty facers. They're wasty facers is exactly right. So, you know, we, of course, believe in drinking and partying and all that, but Jay Dickerson, our food and beverage manager, he really worked hard on making, we like to call it sort of that southern hospitality kind of gentler. So instead of it being on (laughs) Bourbon Street, it's on Distillery Way. Mm. And this hurricane that you're tasting, he replaced all of the booze in that with just a 
delicate amount of our unaged bourbon. bourbon. Oh, wow. Good. I was going to say it's deceivingly light. Deceivingly. Yeah. And so what it is is that's the bourbon that comes right off the still. It's clear mm. still. It's mm-hmm. our new make. Some people call oh, no it kidding. white dog. You guys sell wow. that, don't you? Yeah, I've seen it before. You know, we didn't initially plan to, but people who came for our tours and got a chance to taste it were mm-hmm. like, this is delicious. And really? so, of course, we gauge it down. It's not as strong as when it comes off the still. We gauge it down with a little bit of water, but um, it's really tasty and it's a little bit indicative of what's to come in two and a half years i was just gonna say we're two and a half years away from new riff bourbon yeah every day we press our faces to the still (laughs) it does but you know what that's that's the right way to do it worth it so that's the hurricane and then you've heard of the grenade that recipe is already online so the grenade is that bright green drink and normally what's in it tequila and vodka and grain alcohol and gin and i mean Everything you can think of. So, Jay, again, with our next day's head in mind, it's just gin. But he's added the Midori, and he's added... Oh, nice. Yeah. For and the then, colors. For the color. And then we garnish it with a boozy-soaked cherry at the bottom. So that's kind of our bomb of our grenade. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're both really tasty cocktails. So... All those recipes are online, and you've got to come and celebrate with us on Mardi Gras. We're having the Hot Magnolias. You've heard of them, right, Tim? Yep, they're loud and fun. Loud and fun. I had to book them a year in advance. Wow. They're Good. normally at Arnold's. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, so Good we're job. really excited, and it's going to be a fun night. Looking forward to it. And as I like to put you on the spot every Thursday, what's coming up this Sunday at 8 on Amy's <laughs> Table? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see. I actually know this time. She's going to have a really great show. I think I'm talking about matters of the heart because it is the first week in February. Is that correct? Uh-huh. So okay. healthy things or things that a we love to eat healthy, with our lover? A, a little of both. It's all about relationships, heart health, and feeling good in love. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. Check Amy out. Uh, This (laughs) Sunday, 8 o'clock, Amy's Table. Uh, Of course, a book by the same name, Amy's Table, Food for Family and Friends. And uh, you can catch her online. If you go to WKRQ.com, click Amy's Table. All the Amye Tobain you need. <laughs> it's, uh, it's National Have Fun at Work Day, so thank you so much for bringing in the shots. <laughs> yes. And we shared some of that fun on our Snapchat this morning. We did. Yeah. And if you are not Snapchat friends with us, you can search Jeff and Jen on Q102. Good to see you, Amy. Thank, thank you. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 836. Clouds moving in. We got rain by about 4 o'clock this afternoon, and then some snow flurries this evening. We'll see a high of 41. It's 28 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Dax Holt joins us now from the TMZ Newsroom in Hollywood. You got uh, Tyra Banks, Sean Penn, Khloe Kardashian, Michael Jackson. Where do you want to start this morning, Dax? I think this Sean Penn story is unbelievable. So can we start there? Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, you know the Sean Penn and Kate Del Castillo uh, interview with El Chapo? Well, we have been talking with a lot of people, you know, tight in this world, and uh, sources really close to Kate are saying that, you know, she was blindsided by this Rolling Stone interview that Sean Penn had, um, that uh, she was kind of the one that set up this whole uh, meeting with El Chapo. She had tweeted him years ago. You're talking about the Mexican soap opera actress, Kate Del Castillo? Okay. Yes, she was the other one that was down there with Sean. Gotcha. Um, Yes. So she set um, this meeting up between Sean and El Chapo? Yeah, but uh, what it's sounding like is that he was kind of going along. Like, she had gone down there to meet with El Chapo because he wanted to do 
uh, like a Mexican Godfather type movie on his life. So she had hooked up with two producers to go down there to talk with him, and then one of the what we're being told is that one of the producers then kind of got Sean, told Sean Penn about it, and he was like, oh, I like this idea, I want to get in on this, and secretly went to Rolling Stone, said that I want to do an interview. They gave him and the other two guys um, credentials being, uh, uh, you know, like basically a part of news Mm -hmm. to go down to Mexico so they could do this interview. Uh, And so when they got down there, right when this, this interview started up, uh, he said, hey, I'm doing an interview for Rolling Stone. want to make sure that's okay. And apparently Kate was like, wait, what are you talking about? We're down here to do a, like basically a movie on his life. Wow. And so she, she was just blindsided by the whole thing, and it kind of put her in a lot of danger because now they're credentialed to be in Mexico as journalists, and she's not. Yeah. And, <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of a bad, so Sean bad, bad Penn. thing for her. And you know now the Mexican government's looking at her like, uh, what you did was legal, and they're investigating her. Where they're kind of in, the other guys are in the clear. So I don't know. This whole story is just so fascinating how it's kind of unfold, mm-hmm. unfolded, and she's kind of in a lot of trouble, and they're not. And she feels like he totally hijacked this whole thing from her. Yeah. Well, it's it's very convoluted. Interesting. Where do we think? I mean, if you're El Chapo, what is your perception of her role, and what is your Sorry, perception? I can't really hear Jeff. <laughs> Sorry about You're that. In the other room. There you are. Sorry about that. What was it? With respect to El Chapo, from his perspective, uh, what do you think his impression, his perspective of Kate Del Castillo is, and his impression of Sean Penn is? How do you well, think I, he views their roles in all of this? Well, I think he was probably also a little shocked, considering he had one intention of having Kate down there, and then she brings along this American actor. And then it turns into a Rolling Stone interview. Yeah, yeah and you know, then he so gets busted. He, he's going, what the heck is going on as well? Exactly. So I think that's why it kind of put her and her life in danger wow. is because she went down there with one intention and then got blindsided by a Rolling Stone interview. Ooh. Unreal. I love that Sean Penn went down there with press credentials, like he's a member <laughs> of the press. <laughs> Yes. I'm from Rolling Stone magazine. I I can tell you that Sean's people are saying, no, 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 no. She knew. She was well aware of it. Um, But our sources are saying, no, this was a total blindside. Wow. Wow. Okay. What else you got this morning, Dax? Well, Khloe Kardashian, uh, this is a big story right now, the fact that Rob Kardashian and Black China are dating. But I can tell you how it all went down was uh, Chloe came home from doing some press stuff uh, last week. She got to her house, and Black China is in the kitchen with Rob. And if you know anything about this family, Black China is basically the mortal enemy of the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, because she had some stuff to do with Tyga, right? Well, she was with Tyga for a long time, yeah. and Tyga started dating Kylie, and then there was a, just a lot of beef that got stirred up because of that. And so for Chloe to come home and see Black China standing inside of her kitchen, she freaked out, started screaming at them. Um, uh, apparently, Rob and Black China ran down to his wing of the house. They locked themselves in, and then Rob, uh, Rob grabbed a bunch of his stuff took it over to her house, and he has been living there for the last, like, five days or so. So is it a real true love story, or is he doing it to get back at the family for something? Well, I think that he is enjoying his time with her. She's inspiring him to work out, to be healthy, which is a great thing for him because, Mm -hmm. you know, he was diagnosed with diabetes, and he's just been very unhealthy and kind of reclusive for a long time. 
So I'm thinking this is kind of a good relationship for him to be in, but the Kardashians are so mad about it. Oh yeah. And he's been and he's been trolling them on Instagram, like inciting them. <laughs> yes, I mean, Rob is definitely the, crazy. the black sheep of that entire family, and he loves to stir the pot to get them feisty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and and what I loved was the meme that he posted where someone else wrote it. You know, it's like black child, a picture of black China picking up like a car seat, and he's like. The Kardashians must be freaking out knowing that she would be the only person to be able to bring the next Kardashian into the world. <laughs> because she's the, uh, the only guy with a Kardashian that name. That would be awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. What else are you working on, Dax? you got Tyra Banks who just had a baby, and uh, I must be the only person on planet Earth that didn't know she was pregnant. Well, she, uh, they actually, no one knew that she, they were expecting a kid, but they had help from a surrogate. And they announced the birth on Instagram with a little knitted cap and said, he's uh, got my fingers and big eyes and daddy Eric's mouth and chin. And everyone was like, what? Yeah, hello. <laughs> You're a mom? What, what, what happened? No, nobody knew about this. And uh, so congrats to uh, to them for on this birth of this kid pretty awesome i just think it came as such a shock to everyone no one knew she was they were expecting a kid yeah i had no idea either and let's talk real quick about the creator of minecraft and his connection to michael jackson i love this so uh, if you remember he outbid jay-z and beyonce for the 70 million dollar mansion in la yeah like this just huge pad out here well the previous owner left behind a bunch of like michael jackson memorabilia and furniture and all this expensive stuff and this guy goes i don't want it so he's putting it up on auction and i'm talking like autographs from michael jackson cool pictures like all this awesome stuff and he's going to say and all the proceeds from this um will be donated to uh, a foundation that supports uh, youth at risk but i'm talking like expensive expensive stuff and i love that you're so rich that you leave behind that kind of stuff in your when you sell your house yeah can you imagine hey, jeff you should check it out because some of the, he has some shepherd's fairies prints in there too that are up on the auction oh, I love Shepherd as well Fairy. yeah that'd yeah. be co- very cool all right. Well, yeah, listen. So fun stuff. And by the way, that guy is 36 years old. Wow. 36. Can you imagine? I'm such an underachiever. Wow. <laughs> All right. Listen, those are just some of the stories that TMZ is working on and has covered top to bottom. Be sure to check out TMZ this afternoon at 1230 on the Cincinnati CW and, of course, online 24-7 at TMZ.com. Dax Holt, it's always great having you. Thanks for coming on, man. Bye, guys. Thanks, Dax. Appreciate it. Speaking of Michael Jackson, what did Michael Jackson tell Oprah Winfrey? about having a white person play him on TV. Ellie Goulding escaping death narrowly, and who is cheering the death of Justin Bieber? Latest E-News is coming up next, but first we check in with Toria Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.